0: Welcome to the Crypto Assets and Blockchain Podcast.
1: Miriam, thank you for joining us. It's uh, very impressive Uh, you decided to to come and join the community. Uh, Can you please introduce uh, uh, yourself and uh, talk about your...
0: My background. Let's thank you, first of all, for inviting and considering Oracle, uh, my name is de Latina. I, I used to work for Swift for ten years. My last assignment was uh, uh, responsible for GPI, Global Payments Innovation. And since uh, ten, more than ten months, I joined Ripple. Um, so I wanted to be more disruptive uh, in this very changing landscape. Um, I think the question is always rises Why changing from Swift to Ripple? Because obviously there are lots of Controverses around this. Uh, what really um, interested me um, when I was working uh, uh, in the you know, some innovation project is, uh, is the vision of the Ripple. Uh, the vision of where the internet of value. I think probably you have heard about it. There are lots of uh, information about Ripple everywhere, but I think the essence of this uh, this vision is very interesting. When we look at the, the way that the internet is used to exchange data, to the way that the cross-border uh, payments or the transfer of value has been made, that we see a big difference. Um, it's still easier, you know, to move money in your luggage from US to UK uh, than sending it to a bank. So I think, really, internet of value means that you can, as smoothly as possible, move funds that you, you exchange information in the internet. Um, so that has been really, the, let's say, the, the driver behind this change. and. Um, I should say that I'm uh, positively uh, impressed. It's a difficult job creating a new uh, global network because, as, as, as you know, um, the commerce is, is global and uh, um, your, our use case actually is a cross border payment. So there is a lot of, I should say, challenges, but it's, uh, um, it's my best experience so far uh, in my career.
1: And how was the reaction of the financial community on your change?
0: Well, I think um, it was very interesting because, you know, I was working for a project that actually renews uh, the, correspondent, the traditional correspondent banking at Swift. So uh, I was very much already with all the banks that are trying to renew themselves. Um, one of the interesting discussion that I had with a lady from Commerce Bank, uh, when I, I put it in the context of of Germany, um, a very good friend, but I should say, and she asked me, why did you leave? Uh, what does it mean, actually? So I think it it, it triggers a series of questions, but uh, uh, but of course the choice will always remain uh, to the to the bank. Uh,
1: thank you. Um, what do you think are hardest challenges in the financial world? Uh, blockchain or cryptocurrencies can solve.
0: Well, I think uh, again. I don't know how far everybody is familiar with Ripple, but just a bit of education, I think it always helps. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, Ripple actually has three different product streams. Uh, the main product that the banks you hear, uh, they are adopting, is, we call it X-Current. They are all coming from the X of XRP, but uh, the metaphors that you have used is the water metaphor. But just to come to the point, so, um, Part of the banks that are adopting Ripple are adopting a soft series of softwares uh, that exchange data and uh, settle instantaneously uh, uh, payment transfer. Uh, so this is really addressing the need for speed and certainty of the payments that today uh, doesn't exist in the uh, cross-border space. Secondly, the product that we um, we look at, and I think this is where most of you are familiar, which is based on our crypto assets, which is XRP. Uh, XRP is designed for payment transfer. So the, the use case of the XRP, uh, when it was designed by the, uh, the creator and it was gifted to Ripple, was to create an ecosystem around the payment. Um, and I think that's, that's where, where we are trying to create this ecosystem since since the foundation and this ecosystem is around how you can diminish the liquidity cost today that the banks or any individual is suffering uh, and it, it's up to three trillion when you look at the amount of the liquidity that is signed up in accounts around the world so that the payment transfers is, uh, is executed. So, but the way that we see actually the, the crypto assets is how by using a crypto asset you can diminish the need for uh, keeping liquidity uh, in the, with the correspondence and in different jurisdictions. You see this emergence mainly with the payment service providers such as Western Union, um, MoneyGram, Qualix. Uh, so these actually, let's say, members of the payment ecosystem are using XRP uh, to breach the liquidity requirements. So rather than you know, keeping uh, direct account with the correspondent banks, they they get the money exchange into any currencies that you want and they, they deliver that in an instantaneous basis uh, to the banks. So this is clearly addressing the loss of costs that today uh, uh, the markets is facing with, uh, with the liquidity part.
1: Uh, Ripple announces on regular basis uh, cooperation with banks and financial institutions, uh, China, Saudi Arabia, uh, German banks, of course. Uh, there are, I think, over uh, more than 100 banks uh, now. Uh, how many banks do you need in this uh, new ecosystem to uh, uh, to bet Swift, uh, for example? Well, <laughs>
0: I'm not getting to this level. But uh, as you rightly mentioned, you have more than 100 banks. Um, and service providers. So, obviously, it's not only limited to the banks, but of course, the major part of this uh, uh, community, the Greek community, is around the banks. Um, well, I think we, we see um, the interest in different uh, areas. And this is based on the use cases that the, bank, the banks uh, implement. So, what we see a lot of traction today is around the global remittance. And as you, as you have heard, we have lots of news around India, um, um, Middle East parts, um, and now China, and of course we are extending as well uh, to some customer in Brazil like Banco Itau. Um, so I think the, the use case behind um, the adoption of the retail is very important. So probably you don't need another network of 11,000 banks. I don't think that this is the most, uh, you know, um, economic way for still global commerce to, to function. Uh, but you need uh, key banks in markets uh, to be part of that, and that's where we are working. Um, and um, when we look at, for instance, uh, um, the, the, the initiatives that as well we are running, for instance, with market infrastructure, as you rightly mentioned, we are not limiting only the interaction with banks. We are also working with uh, regulators, uh, the Saudi Arabia Monetary Fund. Uh, they are thinking about how they can renew their infrastructures, and how they can link these markets more openly to the external boards. And that's why they used actually Ripple uh, in order to give all the, the possibility to all the banks to to transact inbound and outbound uh, by distributed energy technology. So, I think we don't want to go large, of course we need the banks that are important, uh, and we don't give it only to the banks, we work now with the, uh, with the um, corporates, uh, with the service payment providers,
1: so we are really building the ecosystem uh, that can cover the global commerce. Okay, very exciting. Uh, I worked a lot uh, with banks, and I know uh, banks are very uh, complicated customers. Uh, uh, what is your experience on this uh, cooperation uh, in this cooperation area?
0: But my experience is many years, it's not really just ripple, I think it's patience. (laughs) Um, I think it's a magical word. Uh, Well, you know, this is a new technology. Um, It's, um, uh, depending on the bank. What we see that the banks that want to disrupt, uh, and they have the buying of their um, uh, top management, it goes faster. Sometimes it goes faster with a medium-sized bank uh, than a large bank. Uh, But I think um, what we see at least uh, based on the current experience, because I'm really traveling uh, for the moment uh, a lot and uh, uh, there is a big traction, there is a big interest, Um, the value of the Ripple now with the use cases that it is coming out, it's more and more understood Uh, and it it takes time, you know, you you don't change overnight um, the, the, the way that the banks have been functioning and the investment that they have done in lots of legacies, so Um, I think they have to be mindful of that, that this has a cost and the consumer has paid for it. So I think what we do is uh, a lot of uh, collaboration with the banks to make them understand how they can use this technology to address a a problem statement or improve their customer experience. That's the way that we work because um, this is not only about transferring value, it's also changing how the consumer, how the corporates, Will leave this experience in the future, and how they can
1: better diversify themselves. Okay, my personal notable experience with uh, cryptocurrencies. I can I can remember um, uh, it was I think uh, two thousand thirteen. A <laughs> uh, couple of years, I started uh, to work with uh, crypto and uh, Bitcoin. Uh, I had to pay a graphic designer in Pakistan. And I had to send about 300 euros from Germany to Pakistan, and uh, the idea were to pay in uh, to pay in uh, euro via PayPal. Uh, but he asked me to stop the PayPal payment because of troubles with bank account, and asked me if I can pay with uh, Bitcoin. Yeah, sure, very easy. He sent me a Bitcoin address via Skype chat, and I sent him a a, a Bitcoin amount. 20 seconds later, he confirmed the money is there. 20 seconds between Germany and Pakistan. And in the same week, I had another experience. I sent 100 pounds from UK bank, Metro Bank, to uh, Swiss bank, uh, Negro. And it took four days and uh, from 100 pounds, only 70 has arrived. Uh, it was a difference, it's the same uh, time slot. Uh, can Ripple help us to go the direction of the case one instead of staying at the case two? Yeah,
0: that, thank you, Andrea. I think that's, that's the essence of Ripple. So the question of speed, you know, if you want to, for instance, use fiat currency over Ripple, you can, in a matter of three, four seconds, you settle. Okay. So that's, that's, I think, even in the fiat currencies. Now, bridging the crypto you know, uh, with fiat currencies, um, as an individual, honestly, um, what, what we see is that the banks are not yet ready to accept the crypto uh, and you know, the play with it. Um, but um, that's why I was referring to the use case of the payment service providers. Um, so that uh, um, uh, you can use the the crypto exchange by converting fiat currency to crypto and converting again back to another fiat currency. This uh, use case, um, we are actually piloting that uh, from Mexican peso to USD and vice versa and it takes uh, 10 seconds and you don't suffer at all any cost actually so because you are removing some of the intermediaries uh, in the chain that, as you rightly mentioned in the first case, are decreasing and we don't even have the visibility of how much is getting to the end beneficiary. So I think yes, the technology is there, is that how you want to use it? Uh, payment service providers are using that already, are piloting that, so we think that this is, this is let's say, going to be used as a bridge uh, currency exactly. But what we see with the banks is that even with the fiat currencies, if they can diminish these three to five days, and if they can bring the visibility, transparency, and the certainty of the amount that it is getting to the beneficiary, they are using uh, another set of our, our solutions. So we do have a solution for you know all these needs. Uh, now we are waiting how this preparedness uh, and the evolution will take place with the different uh, parts of this ecosystem.
1: Okay, cool. Um, the topic Ripple uh, is a. It's a very controversial discussion in the crypto community. Yeah, it's not too centralised, It's to premine. Uh, what is, um, um, yeah, what is your strategy to discuss this with the crypto community? I assume uh, you are uh, uh, you are in such discussion very often.
0: Indeed, I think they are doing two two main things in the uh, from really the asset, digital asset side and the XRP side. So I think, um, first of all, we are, uh, uh, there are some discussion around that uh, Ripple is only in the main part of the validators or trusted validators. We are now uh, accepting more and more um, the third party uh, validators to ensure that uh, the majority of the validators is not belonging to Ripple. So that even if Ripple disappear, XRP still continues to survive. I think that's really the main part that we, we are working on. Uh, second is around the XRP and the liquidity, um, we have, um, uh, end of December last year, we have blocked uh, 55 billion XRP, uh, value of the XRP, in an extra account, extra account, which is actually stored in the ledger itself, and the ledger mechanism based on consensus are releasing on a monthly basis at the XRP, so this is ensuring that the liquidity is there. and. Um, uh, the, the consumers, also the banks or financial institutions that are using the XRP, they have trust that the market will continue with the uh, uh, required level of the liquidity.
1: Uh, does Ripple have uh, some kind of cooperation with uh, non-Ripple crypto community? I can remember my first uh, experience uh, with Ripple was um, Conference in Amsterdam 2013. I met two guys who changed my my life. I would say. Yeah. It was Vitalik Vitalik Buterin and um, uh, Stefan Thomas. Yeah? And uh, Stefan Thomas is the CTO of uh, of Rigo. Yeah? Uh, Both very young guy guys uh, five years ago, and uh, they uh, they went different ways. Yeah. Uh, and both ways are really exciting, but are there some um, interactions between?
0: Well, I think, yeah, what we at least, as you rightly mentioned, uh, uh, Stefan Thomas is, uh, is um, involved, is the, the fact that at the end, with all these different versions of the blockchain, you will end up in the lack of interoperability. So you will end up again in a closed loop and silos. Um, the approach that at least our CTO has taken is how we can make them connect easily. And I think that has been the foundation uh, of the interledger protocol, where we think that um, um, this new protocol can connect any kind of the uh, chain or any kind of ledgers and that we run a um, uh, last year, we set eight or seven different chains in order to see how we can interconnect, and it works. I think our, our uh, aim is uh, not again create a sort of silo model, uh, you know, because that, that's something that it's uh, again we cost uh, to the consumers, but rather make them, them interoperable. Interoper, you know, that has been, I should say,
1: more our engagement on this, uh, on this side. Okay, cool. And what are the biggest challenges uh, at Ripple? Well,
0: (laughs) I think I won't call it challenges. I think challenges don't exist when you are in a business expansion world. I think it's all around opportunities. Um, Creating a global network is, is of course, is is not an easy task. Um, But I think the way that we see that and Um, I personally am very impressed by the quality of the people is that there is a a certain agility and um, um, the the company is listening constantly to how the market is reacting. I think um, being agile, adapting yourself, um, uh, listening to what is coming as a a comment and changing, this is very important uh, in any success. And I
1: think that's, that's where we, we put more focus on this one. Okay, thank you. What is, what is your statement to this community here?
0: But this community, I think it's a very interesting community because it's, uh, it's hosted by the university, and universities is always a message of hope and change for me. So um, what I would say is, um, uh, this is this is a new technology, this is lots of uh, uh, understanding, lots of... Uh, uh, new things for, for people. So I think uh, um, you have to stick to it. You have to believe on, on, on the value that this brings. Um, that's my personal thing. If you don't believe on it, uh, it won't last. So um, I think patience and, uh, you know, being part of this innovation, continuing innovating and uh, continuing to believe in that, and that will help this become a reality hopefully uh, uh, in the near future.